Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. 30 years ago, on the 24th of August, three Canadian warships headed out of Halifax Harbor to participate in the Gulf War. Shore was lined with Canadians saluting the crews. But today, those 30 years later, the federal government of Canada shows no interest in properly acknowledging the service of the three RCN crews. Now, it's not just this government. Previous governments have had the opportunity and the responsibility to do this. They haven't. Perhaps these military veterans are asking for more, though, than the government of Mr. Trudeau was able to give them at this time. Gulf War veterans, as I understand it, are seeking reclassification from special duty service to wartime service. It has meaning. When Harold Davis, who is the president of Gulf War veterans and a multi-decade veteran of the Royal Canadian Navy himself, sent emails to all members of Parliament seeking their support. Exactly one MP out of the 338 replied and offered his support. The Member of Parliament is John Brassard, CP, uh, CPC, not CBC, CPC, Conservative Party of Canada, MP for Barry Innisville in Ontario. Mr. Davis and Mr. Brassard join us on the program. Harold, how are you? Uh, it's good to talk to you, sir. Thank you for your service, Harold. You're welcome. It was an honor. Mr. Brasser, good to talk to you, and thank you for being the one member of Parliament who actually answered Harold Davis. Well, thank you, Roy. And, uh, you know, listen, I come from uh, an area that has deep military heritage. Uh, Base Borden is just outside of this area. We have a profound respect for our military, those who serve their families, and those who continue to serve. So uh, for me to respond to Harold was uh, was something that I would do to any veteran in this country. Well, I hope your constituents take note. Um, Harold, tell us a little bit, please, about the Gulf War Veterans as a group and about your mission. What are you trying to get accomplished? Well, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, I'm trying to get recognition for Persian Gulf veterans that is rightly deserved. Um, been 30 years. Back in 1990, when we left Halifax, as you opened with, uh, we had the Shores line and everything. When we came back, we had the Shores line and everything. And right after that, everybody forgot us, even the city of Halifax for the most part. And uh, what we did over in the Persian Gulf, uh, everything we did, we, we were called upon about our allies, our government, and everything else. But yet, when we come back here... And over the 30 years, nobody even started recognizing this until the 25-year mark when I started making waves again. So we just want the recognition and our health concerns uh, that uh, has plagued us for years to be recognized by Veterans Affairs Canada and our federal government. You know, I remember very distinctly talking about and speaking with military veterans. At the time, you were involved in the Gulf War. The three Canadian ships were involved in the Gulf War. There were also uh, Air Force fighter jets were involved. Canada Drive Base 1, was it 1, 2, and 3? 1 and 2, along with a medical unit, security units. We had all aspects of our Canadian forces over there. It wasn't just the Navy. It was a total commitment from everybody. Yeah. So here we are. At the time, it was tremendously important, and it should still be. But here we are 30 years later, and you cannot get the recognition you require. What would, in fact, being uh, recognized, having the classification changed from special duty service to wartime service, what does it mean to the veterans in your group? It, it, 
means that we're recognized for what we did and what we served over there. Um, we uh, we did everything we were asked, and it, it's it's like it's fallen on deaf ears, and that has a lot to do with a lot of uh, you know um, mental and feelings of of people out there, you know that it served. Right, and of course. To be recognized for your job that you've done. Yes, sir. Um, it's it's just a part of us that we need the recognition to figure to, to move on a little bit because we're not. The government keeps calling us Persian Gulf War veterans, but they do not stand behind what they're saying. Even today's Macaulay is the same thing. He put out a big thing on the 30th anniversary and called us war veterans of the Persian Gulf War, and yet he... <laughs> doesn't do anything else other than that. Mr. Brassett, why uh, why is it so difficult for Mr. Davis and his fellow Gulf War veterans to receive the reclassification, which I imagine would also help them in uh, perhaps in pension and uh, and in health care? I'm not sure about that. Uh, John uh, mentioned, uh, Harold, I'm sorry, mentioned uh, health care. But what changes for them and why is it so difficult, Mr. Brassard? Well, I think, you know, the challenge lies in the fact, Roy, that, um, you know, the liberation of Kuwait was not classified as wartime. Canada did not declare war on Iraq or Kuwait. Uh, they contributed forces because of the United Nations Security Resolution. And there is precedent in the past where this reclassification has occurred, and this is why this push on the 30th anniversary of the Persian Gulf War was important. Uh, the precedent was set when the Merchant uh, Marine Navy, of which my grandfather served, uh, uh, when the Merchant Mariners were reclassified from special active duty to wartime service 45 years after the end of the Second World War. And similarly, uh, the Korean War veterans, they were reclassified 30 years after the end of the Korean War. So um, there is a precedent in this country for this reclassification, and the petition that was presented to the government, uh, it had 1,666 signatures on it. Mr. Davis did a tremendous amount of legwork to get those signatures on that petition. Um, he was able to do that, and I was able to present it to the House of Commons on June 3rd uh, of this year. So what's going to happen now? I mean, the, we're in the middle of an election. Does it all have to start over again when, after, the, after the 20th of September, regardless of the result? It does, Roy, and uh, because the government was given 45 days to respond, uh, obviously with the dissolution of Parliament on August 15th, uh, everything gets dropped off the table, and uh, the petition would have to be done over again. Uh, you know, there's obviously another potential for a committee study. Um, the government can, in its own right, uh, whoever the government is, can reclassify it as a as a uh, wartime uh, exercise if they choose to. So there's several routes that can go, but uh, for all intents and purposes, the petition that was presented to Parliament on June 3rd and certified with 1,666 names falls off the table now. How are your members doing, Harold? How are they? My members are doing good. They're disillusioned with, uh, with our government when it comes to classification of us. Um, they look at it, and I, I hate using um, examples of past, past uh, you know, um, conflicts and stuff, but I have to because when the Korean vets came back, when our Vietnam veterans, and yes, we weren't in Vietnam, but we had veterans in there when they came back, it, you know, it, it, people just forgot. And it's a big part of our life, you know, when you, when you 
perform and, and go through minefields and scud missile attacks and, and stuff like that, it plays on your psyche. And it doesn't go away just because you came home. Yeah. And we have, we have veterans that have medical issues, uh, both physically, mentally, and, and stuff like that. And that plays a big part of, you know, their health and well-being is to at least be recognized for what you did for your country. But as you said in your opening, are we asking for too much? Uh, I don't believe so. You're um, not. Because... You're not. You're absolutely not asking for too much. Well, <laughs> this government says we are. You know, he's yeah. already told that for to veterans, and uh, well. we're just not going away. There was only 5,000 of us that actually served during the Persian Gulf War. Yeah. Um, it's 30 years later. You know, when you look at it financially, the guys that have medical issues have already put claims through BAC, being approved or not approved, but that portion is already done. Right. A lot of this has to deal with our, our mental health to the point that, yes, you were recognized for it. Right. It took Korea, and that's like uh, John said, 30 years. <laughs> when you look at World War II, you had civilian organizations that were serving overseas in aid stations and stuff that were actually classified as war veterans. Harold, do you deserve, and your Gulf War veterans members deserve, the reclassification to wartime service? You didn't go out on a cruise ship. You went out on warships, and you were subject to being fired on, and you served this country with distinction while wearing the military uniform. It's not rocket science. Take that from a former ordinary seaman standard in the Royal Canadian Naval Reserve. (laughs) Well, we do. And, you know, every war is different. Right. And John, if you put two people in a foxhole yeah. and you ask them about the war, you'll get two different versions right. of it. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend. 